Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey, good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Trail Tidbits. I'm Eric Kane alongside Matt Ray, getting you caught up on Tennessee commits and key targets following week eight of the high school football season. Matt, just a couple more weeks left, and it's playoff time for these high school football players. And then before you know it, We'll be over here for uh, bowl practices, National <laughs> Signing Day. It's yeah. it is rapidly approaching. Yeah, it's just a, another week of the high school football season in the books, and every week it seems to be um, you know, more and more competitive, which is which is <laughs> what you want. I mean, man, it, it, this past week was a good week of games if you look at it, kind of across the across the state and you know we'll touch on some key performers um, from across the country a little later in the show but this is this is by far the best time of the year anything can kind of happen in high school football especially at those higher levels right now um, so you know for me it's a lot easier to go cover games that are competitive um, you know when you're out on the sidelines on Friday night I got to watch a really good game on Friday night as a uh, you know, Jeremiah's heard and model were at Fanning County, Georgia, and it was just it was kind of slow, heavy rain, um, you know, for the most part. And then when it opened up, the Fanning County offense got going a little bit, down twenty eight to seven at one point in the second half. Drove, I think under with under five minutes, it was twenty eight to fourteen. It drove down, scored, made it twenty eight twenty one. Managed to get the ball back, went down and scored with about. Six or nine seconds left, and went for two. Drew up a beautiful play, and um, fell harmlessly to the turf. Um, so 
ended up being a 28-27 victory for Model. When you're only there to see one kid, it's you know it makes it a little bit easier when that team wins. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, talking about Model right there, let's go ahead and talk about Jeremiah's Herb. We've got you know we'll talk about a couple of players here off the top. We'll talk about the weekend coming up, and then of course highlight some of those stat performers. But Jeremiah's Herb, you went there to see him. Uh, there's been a whole lot of chatter about. The Tennessee commit maybe getting some Notre Dame interest, maybe taking a visit to Notre Dame. Uh, what's the latest with Jeremiah's heard the Tennessee commit? Yeah, so, you know, the rain did not deter Notre Dame from coming out to see Jeremiah's heard on Friday night. And they were in attendance to see the big six foot nine, 300 pound prospect, um, you know, trying to quietly work into this recruitment and sneak him up there for an official visit. It, it didn't go off quite as planned. Um, you know, Jeremiah's herd was at the midpoint of the day on Friday planning to go to Notre Dame. Um, but after conversation with Tennessee throughout the weekend, we'll no longer take that visit. Um, you know, I think this is a guy that Notre Dame sees kind of the same thing that everybody else sees really, really high ceiling. Um, mm -hmm. you know, you don't know where that floor is, but when you look at what he can do potentially on each side of the football. The ceiling is so high for him. So Notre Dame had started reaching out to him about seven days ago and, you know, we're working, let him know that they would come out, you know, wanted to come out and see him play. And then we're in the process of getting an official visit set up. And he, he was, you know, looking at heading up to um, the Notre Dame USC game. Uh, not going to happen. You know, you know, kudos to Tennessee for getting that shut down. He'll be back in town in Knoxville, in November for the Georgia game. All right, so Jeremiah's heard who's just continuing to get better and better. Brand new to football last year. He's a basketball player, but obviously Tennessee first in there and see something in him, and, and we'll see what he looks like here in a couple of years. Let's shift gears to uh, Cam Michael. Of course, Cam Michael took an official visit to Tennessee a couple of weeks ago. There's been a lot of chatter out there. Tennessee, Georgia's trying to get back in this one. Uh, you know, Colorado, uh, A&M. Um, you know, offense, defense, where are we with Cam Michael and potentially a commitment date uh, could be uh, in store. Um, you know, Chad, Chad dropped a note on the board the other day. Yeah, you know, this is one that for me is is getting to that point where, you know, I think Cam Michael's got to sit down and figure out, you know, some different things. I think he, he likes some of these schools for a lot of different reasons. I think Going into this weekend, I felt like probably Texas A&M was the biggest competitor for Tennessee. I, I'm not sure that I feel completely different from that right now, but I think Colorado is quietly in this more than I gave them credit for. Um, you know, they, they've continued to just lay in there and not give up on Cam Michael, his cousin, a four-star edge at Statesboro High School that he plays with, just committed um, you know, to Deion Sanders' program earlier this week. So I think there's a lot of a lot of different interests for Cam Michael at all of these programs. When you talk to folks about Georgia, it, it seems like maybe there's been more conversation there about playing some wide receiver, but I don't know that they've really gone all the way away from recruiting him as a defensive back. Um, we touched on this last week on Trail Tidbits. Will he make it to Kentucky at the end of the month? for that official visit was a little bit skeptical about it at the time and, and remain skeptical about it right now. That visit's still scheduled, but we'll, we'll see if it comes to fruition. And for me, I think over these next three weeks, let's see where Cam Michael ends up on campus. I think there's a chance that he's going to take some unofficial visits. I think there's a chance he gets back to Tennessee. You know, Chad seems to feel like he will, 
you know, possibly commit around Thanksgiving weekend right there or around Thanksgiving Day, possibly, uh, which is November 23rd this year. Uh, and originally that's where things were supposed to be. It felt like that timeline had creeped up. He told us when he left the Tennessee official visit that he was eyeing later this month or the first week of November, you know, hopefully having it done by November 3rd. But I think as he's seen these schools, Tennessee and Texas A&M, officially over the last two weekends, I think he's had a lot more to think about. I think he's had a lot more putt in front of him. And I think he's still got some questions that he wants answered. He's been very diligent in this process. And I think for Cam, I think right now it's why rush it, just get it right. If it's another 20 days, none of these programs are moving on them from him. You know, just just get it right. And I think that's what he's trying to do right now. So we'll see. I still like right now where Tennessee sits in this one. But, you know, we've got basically six weeks until a potential decision timeline um, for Cam Michael plays out and, and there's work to do. So that brings us to this weekend, upwards of 25, 30, maybe 35 players expected to be on campus. A lot of 25s. And let's start the conversation, Matt, with uh, Tennessee's guy, the one they want the quarterback position of the class of 2025. George McIntyre put out a top 10 earlier this week. Tennessee, of course, is in there. It's a top 10. There's already a top four or five, probably off the record. Uh, George McIntyre getting on campus to see in Tennessee for the first time this year, right? Yeah, I believe for the first time this fall. He was in attendance for the Virginia game, yeah. bought, bought a ticket and went with his family for that. Um, but the first time inside of Neyland Stadium this fall. Um, so another opportunity to get him back to campus. Should be back to campus in November as well for the Georgia game. Tennessee's continued to prioritize George McIntyre to this point, as has Alabama and as has several others. Right now, those two teams, though, are the teams that you hear the most consistent buzz around, Tennessee and Alabama. You know, I think for for George, I think you're right, Eric. I think there probably is, you know, inside of that top ten, four or five schools that are standing out more so than the rest. But at the end of the day, this is going to be one that you're, you're going to have to work. I mean, he he is an elite prospect with elite tools, and teams are not going to go away for him. He's a guy that can just do a variety of things with a football, as you see right there, just really accurate, you know, six foot five guy. It's so much room to grow into his frame. So he's only going to get he's only going to get stronger, and the football is only going to, you know, throwing the football should only improve for George McIntyre over time. Um, but, you know, this weekend, big for Tennessee to get him back. He'll be around a core group of in-state guys, specifically Cam Sparks, who he is close with. They play seven-on-seven seven ball. They do some training together with Tennessee Select. And then four-star defensive lineman Ethan Utley will also be in. But this is a good weekend for Tennessee in terms of getting some 2025s back to campus. Yeah, let's go to Cam Sparks, 2025, expected to be on campus, a guy that I feel like – has been to campus probably a hundred times in the last couple of years. I remember him coming up as an eighth grader as soon yeah. as the, uh, you know, if my math is right, maybe a freshman year. Anyway, as soon as the dead period was lifted, and um, yeah, he's coming up here. Uh, uh, when, when you talk about those key in-state guys for the class of twenty twenty-five, obviously G Mac, and and then it's Cameron Sparks. Probably probably the second guy out of your mouth is going to be Cam Sparks. Another chance for him to see Tennessee at least on a game day. Uh, you know, it'd be a, a good one against A and M. Yeah, Kim Sparks has been to Tennessee a lot. There's a lot of comfort when he comes to Tennessee because of that. It's just a refresher, right? It's, it's more about being around the staff and not getting, you know, lost up in, in everything that's kind of going on. And 
I think he's kind of able to take more in, study the offense, and and see what's going on from that standpoint. Um, you know, so anytime you can get a, you know, a guy to Canvas, it's important, um, especially when it's a guy like Cam Sparks. This, Cam has no public, um, you know, top list of schools to this point, but the Vols are certainly one of the schools among his favorites. Georgia working really hard on this. When Auburn is is a team that you know really since the spring has worked really hard on Cameron Sparks, trying to get him to campus, trying to trying to impress upon him that he's a priority for them. Um, but he's a guy that's just working through this process. He's very quiet. Um, you know, he's more focused on relationships and, and how he can fit into an offense. We talked about Cam Sparks back in the summer. And one thing that we talked about with Cam Sparks was he's a quiet kid. He's a nice kid, you know, big smile. When he figures out that he can be that off the field and he can be the aggressor on the field, it's going to come together. This fall, he's figured that out. As a junior, it started to come together. I don't think it's so much of the deer in the headlight look for him, you know, that he had starting at a premier program as a as a freshman and a sophomore. It's really clicking for Cam Sparks this fall. He's, had, he's put together a really good season at Baylor so far. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So again, Cam Sparks going to be on campus. Another one of those in-state talents that uh, Tennessee needs to be all over. That's going to be Ethan Utley. What can you tell us about Ethan Utley and his commitment so far, and kind of where that stands? Ethan Utley is a guy that you know is a disruptor from the inside, as you can see right there. But he's he's really growing into his into his game, growing into his frame. Can do a lot of different things from a lot of different techniques at the high school level, but just a super high ceiling. Um, you know, a guy that Rodney Garner has, has keyed in on early. Tennessee was through to check on him during the evaluation period. I've been out to see him, at, you know, already this fall. Um, he was here at the end of July as Tennessee hosted their you know, final cookout of the summer and had their priority targets mostly consisting of 2025 then. Um, he's very familiar with Rodney Garner. His, his mother was at Georgia when Rodney was there, so there's there's a you know longstanding relationship from that. He knows what he's done as a defensive line coach, and he's a guy that's you know seen a, Tennessee a pretty good bit. And this is a, a game day experience that I think the Vols will definitely make him feel like a priority. He he has a hand, handful of big time schools showing him interest. Um, as you see right there, he, he gets to George McIntyre. George. Um, so a, a guy that can do a, a lot of different things along the defensive front and is a priority in the in-state class for the Vols for sure in 2025. Yeah, and, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you know Tennessee's got a nice little, 
nice little pipeline from in, Innsworth coming in. Tyler Barron originally from there. Of course, Wesley yep. Walker. Andre Turrentine, I believe, came from Innsworth. And so maybe these guys, of course, Barron went to Knox Catholic as well before coming to Tennessee. But um, Tennessee's had some really good success recruiting Innsworth and, and potentially Utley could be that next one. All right, let's look back at week eight performances from Tennessee targets and um, commits from around in a high school football in this area. We'll start with a Tennessee commit in Jordan Ross, who uh, had a pretty nice day, Matt Ray. Jordan Ross just continues to have a really nice senior season at Stadia Hills as they continue to improve and win football games. I think, you know, when you look at Jordan Ross, where he's at in the rankings, he's a guy that I think everybody wanted to see those measurables and everything start to stack up this fall. And so far they have a really consistent senior season, you know, kind of here past the midpoint for Jordan Ross as he has done a lot of things and, you know, is living up to that top 50 rating that you see right here. Um, one of his more productive games this fall was against Hoover. Um, and, and it's a powerhouse in the state of Alabama. And he has just produced week in and week out on, on the gridiron this fall. And it seems like football is is coming a little bit more naturally to him. He's continued to grow. And, you know, he, he, again, another guy that's becoming more of the aggressor. So we'll move on now. We talked Jordan Ross. Let's go to the offensive side of the football. A friend of the program, Tennessee commit wide receiver, uh, Braylon Staley. We've talked about him. Um, you know, he, He's a guy that has, just has really good stats every single week. Um, another good outing for the Tennessee wide receiver commits. Uh, four receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown in his game on Friday night. Chasing that 1,000-yard mark that's eluded him to this point in his career, man, he is on track for it. A uh, guy that you know, this game was pretty much in hand for Braylon Staley, so I didn't have to have him do a lot. Not the typical, you know, 11 for, for 160 and a couple of touchdowns, but four for 72 and a touchdown still very respectable. Obviously, you know, the, the biggest news around Braylon Staley for the past week is that South Carolina offered, yeah. you know, what, what's going on with the game comps. You know, he his family has reiterated to AP that, you know, they're – they're fully committed to Tennessee. It would not be surprising to see him get back down to Knoxville this weekend. Haven't heard anything confirmed here early in the week, but I think there's a good chance that he's back in Knoxville this weekend. We'll see. Let's move on. Let's look at one of those junior college defensive linemen that we talked about last week. This is Kamari Copeland. Uh, nice efforts Saturday in his game, five tackles, a fumble recovery. And, of course, Tennessee was out on the road to see he and some others on the junior college trail uh, this past weekend during the, during the bye week. Yeah, Kamari Copeland, a guy that man. When you turn his when you turn his film on, he is a guy that has just a really really nice burst up the field for for a down lineman on the defensive side of football. You you can see why so many of these teams are starting to pay attention to him after his junior year. He's, he's violent with his hands, does a lot of different things. He's a disruptor. Um, you know, continuing to kind of live in the backfield and at this junior college level. Tennessee threw the check on him. Um, you know, I think he's feeling like a priority for the balls right now. Was originally planning to come in on an official visit this weekend. Some personal matters won't allow that to happen. He will be here in November when Tennessee hosts Georgia. And then last up, we talked about him about being the uh you know, one of the key visitors here this weekend, obviously, that's George McIntyre. Uh, how did he do in his football game this past weekend? Well, just your average, 24 for 33, 361 yards, 
four touchdowns. That, my friend, is a power five stat line at the high school level. Yeah, I mean, have a day, right? Yeah. And here, here's the thing about 24 for 33, 361, and four scores. And, man, a, a lot of the not George McIntyre is is running for his life, spinning yeah. off of a tackle. Um, if, if you go over to his Twitter right now, you'll see the, kind of the last two games for him, or last two or three games, spinning throws, um, you know, just making something out of nothing. And, you know, I think – you can look at that and say, "Oh, you know, it's just the high school level. He should be doing this." This guy's six foot five. Like he, he's making this look. He's making some of this stuff look easy. Um, you know, I, I think again with George McIntyre, and you can see it right here, Eric. Um, just a guy that. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and. And the other one is a throw against Macaulay. So, I mean, again, I think you see a guy that has all these, all of these tools um, and is only continuing to grow, only continuing to grow into his frame. Um, so he's only going to improve some of these things that he's doing off schedule and, you know, the way that he's working down the field. But a, a big boy weekend for George McIntyre. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, as you just continue to scroll down his – uh, his Twitter, you just see play after play. Look at that throw right there if you're watching on YouTube. Oh, my goodness, what a shot. <laughs> no, that was that was unbelievable. That was against Baylor. Yeah, yeah, what a shot. Uh, he, he's a good player. And, again, give Tennessee credit, Tennessee's coaching staff credit. They kind of zero in. Of course, Deuce was in this conversation as well. Great player. But they zero in on the guy that they want. And the last couple of cycles, they've got him. So, obviously, Tennessee showing up in the top 10 for George McIntyre. He's going to be in this weekend, and we'll see kind of what this looks like in the in the winter heading on to the spring. Uh, Matt Ray, another good uh, trail tidbits, a lot of great information. Appreciate it, man. Um, uh, again, uh, a huge weekend coming up, and you guys, you and AP, are going to have all that coverage, the preview coverage in the war room, and as the week goes on, then, of course, we'll all be on the phone working to get uh, some, uh, some information for people who were here over the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And another guy that did not make the stat sheet stuffer this week, but did have a big game on Friday night was Milton High School 2025 cornerback target Dylan Lewis had a nice pick six. At least his top eight featuring the Vols and, and tease that a commitment could be coming soon. Dylan Lewis, I, if memory serves me correct, some right. of. You don't even have to go any further. You're right. Yes. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, I, me and you, we, we, we hung out that night, I remember. We I, did, yeah. I, I wasn't a ball quester at that time, but that was probably our first joint interview. Yeah, one of our first joint interviews, and I remember, yeah. man, uh, he was so young, and that might have been the first time he was ever interviewed in his life, but it was over yeah, on I campus. Think it, I think it probably was, yeah. Yeah, but obviously a big-time uh, Tennessee commit, and I'm sure he's been interviewed a couple of times since. Trail yeah. bits. we'll see what's in store for Tennessee commits and targets for week nine of the high school football season, and we'll have it all right here on Trail Tidbits next week, VolQuest.com. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if you're first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three 
and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.